0: One, one, two, one, two. Now, here we go. You know what time it is. Welcome to another episode of the Frankie Lee Podcast. Our mission, to empower others to break patterns, flip perspectives, so that together we have clarity, direction, and success way beyond what we ever previously thought possible. Here's your host, Frankie Lee. First things first, guys, before we get started with this podcast, do me a solid favor and subscribe to this on whatever platform you're listening to it right now. Whether that's YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, I'd appreciate if you just hit that subscribe button, and it lets me know that the content that I'm putting out for you guys is hitting your ears at the right time. Much love. This podcast is sponsored by contentremoval.com. So whether you're looking to remove any images, videos, search results, fake Instagram accounts, get in touch with us at contentremoval.com. Welcome back to the Frankie Lee podcast today guys I have got a man on here that you guys have been asking me for for a long time and I've flown to Melbourne and I'm making it happen the owner of broadband solutions also a a big Big guy in the cannabis space now as well and other businesses, other marketing agencies, stuff like that. Sam Bashiri, welcome to the show, mate.
1: Hey, bud. Thanks for, uh, number one, having me on the show. Number two, I I appreciate the fact that you reached out to me because your audience were asking us to have a chat and for you to get up and come to Melbourne and make it happen. that's says a lot about your character, so I appreciate that.
0: No, no, I appreciate I appreciate it, man. And, and like, like we was saying before the podcast, it's like when you... When you want to be number one in something, when you want to fucking, when you're passionate about something, mm. you just make shit happen. You can't, you don't sit on the Gold Coast and wait for people to come to you. Uh, everyone, mm. everyone's busy. So I, mate, I appreciate your time and this is, this is what I love to do. So I mm. want, before we go into like all the, all the businesses and everything and all the success, cause obviously yep. like if, 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 if someone, someone knew was to look at you now who didn't know you, they'd look yep. at Instagram, they'd see the cars, they'd see the, yep. they'd see all that kind of stuff <laughs> and they, they, they would, they'd see all that and they'd yeah. and be like, oh, I. This guy's, you know, had to, had a gift, had a gift, had a gift. But you, you and your family immigrated to this country in 1989,
1: was it? 1989, yeah. So 1989, me, my mum and sister, we got up, got on a plane, came yeah. to Australia. Um, we came here uh, without a visa, so we kind of came here illegally. Yeah. Um, so as part of that process, we had to be put in a detention center for I think two and a half years, almost three years. The whole process went for. Um, so back then I was ten years old. Um, so a bit of a shock to the system. So you spent he so spent from ten to twelve in, in a t- yeah t- ten to twelve in detention and then a year or so in a hostel, which is like an area where they allow migrants to settle into the country.
0: Um, so yeah, what, what what was it kind of like at that age being in a detention center? Well, did did it feel like a kind of like a like you you're in some form of prison or what, it was a prison? So yeah.
1: it's basically a place that uh, they put you in. If you overstay your visa, they put you in there until they send you back to your country. So it's not really designed for people that come into the country illegally because they, it, back then it wasn't really happening. Yeah, It didn't work like that. So you got a visa, you came to Australia, you overstayed it, they find you, they put you in there for a day or two and they send you back until they get, buy your ticket, send you back to your country. So it wasn't designed for people like us. So it was a prison, bunk beds, police, you know, the whole system. You know, You go to lunch at a certain time, dinner at a certain time, bed at a certain time. So, um, as a kid, you don't really think about things too much. You think, oh, well, this is what it is, so you just got to get on with it, you know. Um, but when you look back, and if you do look back, because you try and block a lot of things out as yeah. you grow, because you don't want to keep going back to certain things, um, yeah, it's probably, you know, when I look back, I don't know,
0: it could have been very daunting for a kid on my age. So, yeah. yeah, 100% <laughs> it's daunting. But do you, I mean, it seems a bit of a wrong question to ask, but yeah, I want to ask it, it's like... Was it better being in the detention center than being back where you where you were, or was yeah. it, or, or, or was or, you know, could, yeah. did your family see that as a as a new start, or did they see, or did they kind of become could, like a little bit resentful of the fact that they're locked up in yeah. this box when they come to a new country? Yeah,
1: good question. Um, being in Iran and growing up, we had a great life, but we had no freedoms. So when you look at it. Do you have no freedom for another couple of years and then get the opportunity of a lifetime? Yeah. Or do you continue to stay there and be silenced and not have freedom for another 40, 50 or 60 years as long as you live? So you've got to look at it that way. So when you think about it, what's two more years or three more years yeah. to Get to live in the best country in the world, it is, isn't it? Know? And yeah. you don't think about it like that at that stage because you think like, well, we've gone through all the stuff that we've gone through. We've come here now. Why are we getting locked up? This is terrible. Like this is not a way to welcome someone to the country. We're not yeah. criminals. We just want a better life. But you ask the question, and I know, think about it now. You know, you go, well, you know,
0: what's two year, two more years? See, obviously, I'm an immigrant of Australia, but obviously came in came yeah. in the legal route. Yeah. Obviously, but I spoke to a lot of people that have been through similar situations yeah. to to yourself yeah. and. You know, it, it does put a rocket up your ass in terms of like, right? When you get out of this place, now now it's time to turn it on and, and yeah. become successful. What were the what were the kind of first like jobs and businesses that your parents started after they got out of? The so just my mum. So my dad wasn't here. So I, my dad came seven years later. So
1: so reality was like we basically we mum didn't have a job. Uh, we went to school. You know, it's just basically. Getting money from overseas, you know, having uh, you know having our family and stuff send money from overseas because we weren't um, still not entitled uh, to get any government assistance. It didn't work like that. So until you became a permanent resident, you got nothing from the government, right? And you weren't—I don't know what the laws were back then. I don't think you could work seven hours, all that. So really, it was just basically based on our support from our family over there, sending money for to us to live. Which meant you didn't really get to have a very luxurious lifestyle. Um, I remember living in a. Uh, one or two bedroom flat in Oakley, in Springwell, so which is one of the you know, suburbs in Melbourne. Uh, so we went with very basics, you know, not having a car. I remember going to the school camp, putting my bags in a trolley and pushing for an hour to get to school because, you know, you yeah, yeah. had to get to the school camp. So we lived a very, very simple life, but it was full of love. Still full of my mum's love and my sister's love and a lot of love from family overseas still, you know. Um, so there's plenty of love, but not luxuries.
0: Yeah, just yeah, very yeah. basic, you know. But but you, you say love, not luxuries. But I would argue yeah. that love is love is the biggest luxury. Is anyway is yeah. the biggest luxury yeah. that you can have, yeah. we, especially with yeah. like being Iranian and yeah. being around yeah. your family. It's very family oriented, hundred percent.
1: And that you can't put a price on that. But what I'm trying to say is that like, we had the basics in terms of you know we didn't. Ha- mum couldn't work, so we had to just go with bare minimum.
0: And when you, and when you kind of like went through school and left school, I, presu- yeah. I presume you had to learn English through school as well. I learned English by going to school. There was uh, you walk in
1: and um, probably fuck's the first word you learn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, And all the, all the w- words that you, know, you shouldn't. But anyways, um, so you just learn, man, you, and you have to learn pretty quick yeah, because you get picked on at school and you get bullied if you don't know, especially the culture is very different. I remember, I remember coming to school and when the teacher walked in, I stood up because that's what we do in Iran. And it's that sign of respect when the teacher walks in, you, everybody stands up and everyone's just laughing. Going, What's this
0: guy standing up for? So you got you to gotta learn all those yeah, things pretty smart yeah, quick, yeah, yeah. otherwise you're going to have a pretty tough time. And when you, and then obviously when you left school, you, yeah. did, you, did you straight away get get started having an interest in business and and no I never did no I didn't man I wasn't I
1: wasn't hustling as a kid you know people think oh you know a lot of people are always business orientated they're always hustling I always wanted to be a policeman or be in the army as a kid you know. That was my dream, to become special forces and all that kind of stuff. I absolutely loved it, you know. And I remember when I came to Australia, I even tried out in Bragg Street, there's the army building. I went there, tried out to to get into special forces. I actually passed my exam, um, but my parents were like, you know, we came all the way here for freedom and all that, take you away from the war. So um, what's the point of you doing it, you know? I was really passionate about stuff like that. I was never into business. For me, um, it came later on. So for me, um, really... The whole start, uh, star, The story started from me one being at uni, doing a degree that I was doing a double degree in computing and electrical engineering. I had real no interest in it at all. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just went to school to hang out. I went to uni to hang out at the cafeteria, and meet people, and have a good time, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and one day I rocked up home. I was sitting in the car and I looked in the car mirror and I started boiling my eyes out. I'm like, fuck! What am I doing with my life? I don't know how old I was. I think twenty-three, twenty-four.
0: I don't know. Oh, really? That that yeah, that, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah. So, so like, still early, but yeah. later on, after yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah.
1: And I'm like, what am I doing with my life? I have no idea what I'm doing. Having a lot of t- a lot of fun, but this is really not going to get me anywhere. You know, I need to get a job. You need to get some kind of a professional job. Yeah. Back then, internet was quite new. Um, you know, dial-up internet was just starting. You know, is the boom. Um, I went to Centrelink which is a place you look for jobs. You know? yeah. um, look for a job. There was a IT job that came up on the computer. It prints it out, and then you go up to the counter, you give it to the counter, and the, uh, the lady gives you the details. Set up an interview for me at 459 Collins Street, uh, level 14. There's a company called ESA. I walked in there the next day. Went to recession I so said, I'm here for a job interview. There's all these young kids running around everywhere. Right. Yeah, so it's yeah. just like chaos. Anyways, yeah, he said, she said to me, Go down the end, see Stuart. Saw Stuart, he said, What do you know about computers? I said, oh, no, I know how to use computers. I've got a Commodore 64, which a lot of people would know what that is. It's one of the yeah, first computers yeah, that mate, I, do, I do. Yeah, Carmen San Diego. I used I, to play I on it. And, and the, the acorns, you remember the acorns yeah, back bro. in the day? <laughs> yeah, bro. And then um, he <laughs> goes, You start tomorrow at seven fifty an hour. Okay, so that's how I started my career, seven fifty an hour help desk. So if you couldn't log on to the internet you call and we help you log on. So we gave you modem strings and all these kind of different things that you put in, which makes no sense now. Um, Didn't know anything. Again, I was in a cubicle with five other people. I rocked up first, was the last to leave, asked a lot of questions, and it's synchro-swing basically, right? Um, Did that for a couple of years, and then I thought, fuck, everyone that calls is always pissed off because the internet's not working, this, that. This is like a kind of a bit of a miserable job now that I've done a few years, Wanted to get into sales, so I wanted to try sales. I love people. I love talking. You know, it's something that I really was passionate about. Um, a friend of mine that worked for me moved on to another company. It was a family business. They were in the internet as well. Set up an interview with me with the wife of the owner. Did the interview. She said, yeah, you're a great guy. Boy, your language skills are not to a level that needs to be to be able to talk to CEOs. So I don't think you'll match this, you know, job. Anyways, um... Asked Simon, the, my friend, to see if he can um, have a chat to her husband, Matthew, if you're coming for a second interview. He said, Le- leave it with me. Anyway, he managed to arrange that, waiting for a second interview. Matthew absolutely loved me and said, listen, don't worry about it. I think you'll be all right. That's how I started in sales. That's when broadband was just starting. So we're moving yeah. from dial-up to ADSL and broadband. Absolutely loved it, man. And I,
0: be, I bet your bottom line, in terms of what you earned as well, went up a massive amount when you. Was, did when you were selling it. Yeah, comms. it did. It did. You know, so I think I went from 27 to 60k or
1: something. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I absolutely, I was absolutely a gun at it. I was really good at it, right? Um. One day, I was, you know, I always sat around, and the people that I worked with, they were much older than me, right? Um. Throughout the process, what happened was a lot of the companies got bought out. You know, there's a lot of acquisitions happening. So we got bought out by a public company and all that. I was part of that process. I was always looking at that process. what was happening, you know, and um and I remember seeing um I remember seeing a lot of people getting made redundant and all that throughout the process, you know. Uh, you know. Older guys, I'm old now, so similar to what I yeah, had yeah, in yeah, 2024. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, <I> <laughs> and I thought, man, I don't want to be this guy. I don't want to. I don't want to be that guy that has a two, three million dollar mortgage and whatever else, and get a tap on the shoulder and my life changes overnight. I don't want to do that, you know. I want to be able to control be trust my own destiny, man. You know, and um, and. And I didn't do the whole corporate thing, you know. I didn't do Friday night drinks. I, I have, i got way too much ego. I never sucked up, you know. And I, I knew again, I wasn't going to move up in the corporate world. There's a whole culture. Yeah. In the corporate world, you got to do the Friday night drinks. You got to hang out with your bosses. You got to do that, even if you don't like them. I can't do that, man. If I don't like someone, I don't want to talk to them, right? If I love yeah. someone, I give them everything, right? Yeah. So I, you can see it in my face. I can't hide it, how I feel, right? Um, and that, that and the combination of that, I didn't want to, you know, I want to be in charge of my own destiny. I thought, you know, I, fuck it I'm going to do my own thing um, came up with the name broadband solutions I thought broadband solutions kind of makes sense looked it up it was available registered it and that's where it started from
0: and then obviously you've just registered this domain you got right. the, you got the PTY yeah. limited set up F, <laughs> F, 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 F is all good which, which, which a lot of people yeah. think are you know a lot of people when they start a business they think about oh you know I've got to get the logo right yeah, I've like, yeah, got the domain yeah. they I'll set the business up yeah. it's like now you set up that entity and you've got yeah. this entity ready to rock and roll yeah how did you go about getting it into the marketplace and obviously scaling it yeah, up to... to yeah. had
1: no money, so there's no marketing going to happen. There was a whiteboard-like thing online, uh, Broadband Choice, so I found all the places where you can advertise for free. Yeah. Yeah, so Broadband Choice was a comparison site, yeah, back then for internet companies where you upload your stuff It's a community comparison site. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, put, up, put up ads there, put up my plans and all that up there, and then um, I was in... I was at the gym in Smith Street, Fitzroy, actually, working out. Got a phone call saying from a gentleman saying, hey, um, um I'll look after 30 or 40 BP petrol station truck stops. We need some internet for our, our IP cameras and all that. I saw you add on that bulletin board. Would you be able to help me? So yeah, of course I can help you. You know, so I jumped on, did some <laughs> price. First one 30 yeah. or forty station. Yeah, man. And I and I went and I went. Um, so the company that I worked with, the guy obviously bought over by a public company. And um, the gentleman that was in charge of the wholesale there was a friend of mine because I worked in for a long time. You know, and I went to him and I said, listen, I'd like to buy wholesale off you. Told me to fuck off, and I said, listen, I've got an order for thirty here, mate. Like, you know, and he goes, fuck. He was pretty impressed, so he gave me a shot he's been working for me the same guy for 12 years now uh oh. <laughs> yeah that's, that's a funny thing um so that's how i started and then um i couldn't do it all alone i needed help because i was doing marketing support uh building the network the whole lot all by myself it was just too much just on, literally on your I own. Myself. i was doing everything everything by myself um man it was hard like i wasn't sleeping at night very a lot of stress trying to put out this image of this company that's bigger than what it is you yeah. know it's, you have to you know which we all do when we start you have to man you have to you know yeah. um the secret is you got to deliver you got to over deliver it doesn't matter if you're one or two man show who gives a shit as long as you ever deliver no one will ever question you it's when you don't ever deal then you, you just fall apart it's terrible right yeah, terrible. yeah, yeah. so anyways uh <laughs> the corner of luck trap and um William Street, so very close to where we are now. Yeah, yeah, Near the Federal Police building. It was pissing down rain. I picked up the phone, called a gentleman called Brad Hughes. Brad used to work with me, same place, but also he works for a company called um, Planet Netcom, which is up in Penrith, which this public company bought as a part of the merger and acquisitions. I said he's, a very, he's one of the smartest people I've ever met, absolute genius of a guy, top bloke. I've never met anybody as nice as him. Yeah. Um, I said, but I've set up a company six months into it roughly. I'll give you 50% if you pack your bags and come down by the end of the week. I said, all right, give me a day or two to think about it. I think it was a Tuesday. He rang me back the same night. He said, fuck it, I'll do it. So never met him face-to-face, talked a lot over the phone, never met him face-to-face. Picked him up uh, at Melbourne Airport, shook hands and said, oh, I thought you'd be taller than what you are. I don't know why, <laughs> for yeah. some reason. Never met the bloke. Um, Shook hands, never signed any paperwork for probably six or seven years into the business. Um, in life, there's two things that are important: your life partner, your business partner. You get those two right, you'll do pretty well in life. I love right? that. I you love know? that. Yeah, yeah. And um, and yeah, man, that's how we. You know, he came across, started building the network. Absolute, again, genius of a guy. You know, he had a vision. You know, in terms of technology, probably that was ten years ahead. You know, we built our own phone system in the cloud, voice over IP, probably. 12, 14 years ago when nobody was, you know, doing that, right? Now you see these Cisco systems and all these other systems that are in the cloud we had that vision 12, 14 years ago even. And we said, you know, we knew that's where technology was going to go. It just wasn't ready in terms of, you know, cost yeah, of broadband yeah, yeah. and all that. Yeah, to it up into it. Yeah, 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 yeah it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. But we knew it was going to be that. So we built our own phone system that long ago, you know. And, and, you know, getting that certified by Marriott Group globally now is one of the biggest achievements for an Australian company to ever do. Uh, you know, it's taken 15 years to do that. But, you know. did you do all the Marriott's in Australia now? So we look after 90% of all the hotels, but our phone system now, has been certified globally by Marriott Group which is a big deal it's, we are the only Australian company so there's usually there's actually four companies three or four that have been certified to provide services in terms of phone services uh, for Marriott we are the only one that's certified to do it in the cloud as of now that doesn't mean it won't change tomorrow the day after but we are the only Australian company that's certified globally to do that so you know we had this vision 12-14 years ago to build this phone system we never knew it was going to turn out to be what it is today um
0: so that's mad man. Yeah
1: man, so uh courtyard Marriott down the road in uh North Melbourne opening tomorrow. Our first project, which we've installed the system into it, we've installed it in a lot of other hotels, but never in a Marriott. That's our first system. tomorrow's the opening day for Courtyard Marriott, so I'm going to go there and have a look. It's a special moment for me, man. It's got nothing to do with money and all that kind of stuff. It's a special moment because it's something that my business partner saw 14 years ago. I saw 14 years ago. We put it all together. It's just a yeah. contribution now. So I'm pretty excited. And about it, that. and
0: that just goes to show you how long these visions take to build. Oh yeah, 100%. you know you know what I mean. And yeah, it's, it's all it's all about doing those da- doing yeah. those daily reps and this yeah. and other. Yeah. I noticed there that you said that the two most important things was obviously your life partner yeah. Yeah. and your business partner. Yeah. In regards to both of those yeah. and finding those, for yeah. like young men, young women yeah. in business who want to find their life partner, young yeah. men, young women that want to find their business yeah. partner. What is your advice on finding the right kind of people in both of those areas? Very good question, man. It's really hard. You know, I always get that. You know, I have a lot of
1: friends and they're always like, hey man, how do I meet a nice guy? How do I meet a nice guy? How do I find this, that, you know? Um, and I, I, you know, it's hard, man, you know, but one of the things i found is you've got to put yourself out there, number one. You've got to put yourself out there. You've got to network, you know. You've got to yeah. network, but you're gonna look for qualities in a person right you're gonna meet a lot of people, and you know it's something that I still do today. you know I meet a lot of people, but I look for small quality small things of their character you know, <laughs> character quality in people you know and um for me, it's about number one's integrity right integrity and honesty. And honestly, it doesn't matter how bad it could be as well. Sometimes you don't like honesty because it could be bad. You don't like it. You don't yeah, agree with that. Yeah, yeah. But as long as they have the balls to say it or they have the carriage to say it, that's a big thing for me. And um, and I think you've just got to look at those little things in people and you got to be switched enough to pick that up. And it doesn't mean it's right or wrong, but if it sits with you well and how you operate and how your beliefs are and how you know you've grown up and it just feels at home, and you guys get each other. Your girl, guy gets each other, whatever it may be, or you know your business partner. You get each other, and if it's all kosher with you and it feels good, then it's good. Yeah. But if you see little qualities which just then agree with it's you, just, man, and it's your gut, in it, hundred percent. You got your angels, yeah. I'm, I'm not religious, but I believe in that stuff. That you know, you ain't, this is your angels. You never go against your gut feeling, right? If it doesn't feel right, it doesn't feel right. Don't go against it. And it's crazy because you could meet people from all walks of life has nothing to do with what they do, who they are. It's how they treat you, how you treat them, and the respect, the integrity, the love, you know, that yeah. stuff you can't fake, you know, and yeah. you've got to be smart enough to pick those little things up. Like if a person says thank you, even little things like that, We do something, like, oh, if a person, you know, Calls you to check up on you, for example, for no reason, not because they want something. Say, hey, how are you, mate? Just wanted to, you know, I thought about you today. Just wanted to reach out to you, so make sure you're alright. Just little things you got to look for in people, man. And yeah. I think that they don't teach you at school. That's because uh, of street
0: smarts, right? Have you had those people on Instagram reach out to you saying, "Hey, how are you?" And then, yeah. they, and then straight away they ask for something. Yeah, straight always, after. man. Always, but That yeah. that is that is a constant. Yeah. It's constant reminder yeah. of of exactly what you should look for in someone yeah. that you th- that you know yeah. what their game is yeah, you know what I mean? you, 100%. you know what that game is and it's your responsibility
1: but it's your responsibility to be able to pick that up you know i hate people like that blame other people and stuff it's up to you you know if you're not switching enough to pick that up then hopefully you'll learn from your mistakes because you make those mistakes and people say, oh, this person's smart. I just say he's older. He's made more mistakes. That's why he's smarter, you know, because yeah, you learn yeah. through your mistakes. You learn as you grow up, you know. You learn as you're more exposed to different environments and different things. And it's your job to learn from that. But the number one thing is integrity, man. I don't like people with no integrity. You know, if you meet people that are have no integrity... Um, there's something's really wrong, man, and those things you can't really fix. It's just who you are as a person. Yeah. They could try, but it just doesn't work out. But you know, you've got to always do the right thing, even at your own cost. Yeah, hundred percent. Right? Yeah. So it's you know, I've,
0: I've had I've I've had some things <laughs> across business that have cost me a lot more money to deliver than what they should have yeah. done, and yeah. sometimes uh, I've not even made profit uh, on it because yeah. of the fact of like, fuck, yeah. oh, that's taken longer. Yeah. Yeah. But if you if you deliver that, then the the payoff on the back of that is you get recommended by that client to other people, and, and, it, and it all comes back. Everything you put out that's good into the Calm, world comes 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 back to you, you know. Calm, and, if, and if you say you are going to be somewhere, be yeah. there. You, you know got to do it, but Karma, man. Funny, I know it's a bit off topic. Yesterday was the
1: Persian uh, one week before the Persian New Year, which is on Monday, you know. And um, I went to my mum and dad's house. We were sitting there, just <laughs> kind of reflect a little bit. And I, I don't get to spend a lot of time with my dad. I love my dad. I love my family. When of the biggest things that I want to concentrate on since I've hit 40 you know in the last four years was to um, less business more family okay it's been a big thing for me I'm very content in life right now I was never content I was always chasing it I never thought it was enough the more I got off the more I felt better the more people gave me respect that's how I felt because we had nothing right yeah, yeah, so yeah. you different mindset right last four years it's all about family love dropping the kids off at school doing whatever I care with the family I don't give a fuck about money yeah, anymore, right yeah, yeah, yeah. and people say oh yeah maybe because you have money it's got nothing to do with it right um, so I was talking to my dad and you know he went back probably 20 years or something. I can't remember. So Long time back. And he said, oh, you know, I don't know how he came up. have been talking about real estate. He said, oh, yeah, remember that guy, you know, my friend, you know, um, that had uh, all that block of land in South Morang and Epping. Remember? I can't believe he sold it and went to warandai That would have been worth probably, probably you know, I don't know, millions, hundreds of millions now, right? Because they're subdivided. It was farmland back then, yeah. right? And, I, and he goes, you know, I can't believe he messed that up, you know. And I said, Dad, you know what? Do you remember… Because this is when my dad came I was seven, eight years, yeah? So my dad came and uh, You know, you meet different people Within the community And my dad, when I uh, You know Worked with this guy They wanted to come up They built on that In that farmland They built this um, factory My dad and him built a You know, factory Together Plus other people Obviously involved uh, to um, quails, you know, quails, yeah, like the birds, yeah, 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 to um, get quails in there and do the whole thing, you know. And I remember as a kid coming, my dad came home one day and he, we had to take him to hospital, they had taken him to hospital, we had to go to hospital, and he had cracked his head open because while they were building it, the hammer went missing or he went off or something, and he head head head, head, right? yeah, yeah. I remember that, right? He still got the scar. And I said, and then after everything was, was finished, the guy turned around and said, ah, oh, we have some problems with water coming to this factory. I think I'm going to take over and do it myself. Basically, he stooge my dad. Took my dad's hard work, labor work, and all the money that he put in, and basically said, look, I'm doing it by myself. And he goes, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I said, dad, that was his karma. So what happened with him with the land and all that was his karma for what he did, what he did to you. you know? So
0: in life- Ah, oh, so that was the same guy. The
1: same guy, you know, because we are talking about it. I said, dad, wow. he fucking missed out on that deal because of his bad karma. And my dad just started because fuck, I forgot about what happened. You're right, you know. I said and so, and so talking about being a good person, integrity, and you know, showing up and doing the right thing, hundred percent, man. It doesn't happen overnight, right? It happens 10, 20 years later. Or I have a saying that if you're not a good person, a lot of times bad things happen to your loved ones, not you, because you can handle it. You're just a shit person anyway. Yeah. So you're built that way. You're designed that way. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter what happens. You just keep going, but you can't control what happens to people that you love the most. And that's how it gets you, right? Because you have no control over their feelings and emotions and all that. 100%. Um, So karma is a big thing, man. So a lot of the times, you do a lot of things that, by going with your brain and financially, makes no sense. And someone looking from outside will say, what are you doing? Why did you do that, man? But hey, if you're helping someone and you're in a position to do it, it's okay to go with your gut feeling and to give, bro. Yeah. There has to be no reason. Real giving is when you give, and you expect nothing in return. Then it becomes a transaction.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> that's not giving. That's transaction. When people <laughs> film themselves giving to someone on the street yeah. and put it on social media, yeah. that infuriates me yeah, because, man. like, I, yeah. I, I I give, but yeah. I don't, I don't no want, me, I, know. I don't, I don't need people to know about yeah, that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, doesn't it yeah. makes me feel like ill? Yeah, but that again, that doesn't mean they're bad people. It
1: just comes from their own insecurities, right? They want to be acknowledged. They want to be loved. Yeah, they want yeah, to be seen to be doing something nice. You know. Yeah, it all comes from your childhood, man. Like your childhood plays. You know, I'm not a psychologist, by the way. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm going through this because of my own personal experience. Yeah, no, but I like, So I could yeah. be totally wrong, you know. But I'm basing on my own experience. Based on my experience, everything comes from your childhood, okay? And it's interesting because, um. You think you don't understand, but as a kid, you see a lot, right? And it shapes you and makes you become who you are today. So for me, the adversity, all the pain that I went through, right, as a kid, um, being so poor, um, having the worst shoe at school every day, being picked on for my clothes, for my shoes, for everything at school. Yeah, That could have done two things. It could have either broken me, and God forbid, I could have, like, you know, Done bad things or to myself or kill myself or whatever it might have been or you know couldn't and which is a very sad thing to happen to a lot of people and or it's a fuck this I'm going to change this cycle I don't ever want to fucking feel like that ever again right I don't ever want to be picked on I don't ever want to have the fucking worst shoes at school I don't ever want this and that so how am I going to do it so the only way I'm going to do it is I want to fucking do something with my life and then because I know what it feels like to be picked on. I know what it feels like to have to fucking save 60 cents on a bus ticket and put that 60 cents in my pocket walk for an hour and a half to home so yeah, I can build those yeah, 60 cents. Yeah. I know what it feels like. I know the pain. I know the shit that I had to go through. So now, when I have made everything my own rights, I can give back to that person that's going through that, what I went through. Because you 20- can see Cause it. Because I know what he feels like. But if I didn't know what he felt like and I was given everything... How would I know what he feels like? So I could see it, and I, I wouldn't understand it. I wouldn't comprehend it. Yeah. yeah How can you comprehend pain of someone losing someone if you never lost someone? Yeah. You don't, man. Like people go, "Oh, I'm sorry this happened to you," but it's like, and I appreciate that because it's a beautiful gesture, you know. Because yeah, they are yeah. illusion, but they don't feel it.
0: They haven't been through it. You have to go yeah. through those experiences. You're talking about a different level of hard because I came here with six thousand dollars in a bag of clothes and I thought that was hard. <laughs> yeah, you know, on my own. But it is, bro. <laughs> it, 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 it is. But you're talking about a different level of hard here. Yeah, man. You're talking about a different level of hard, like two years in an detention yeah. centre. But it all teaches you, bud.
1: It teaches you. It makes sure you, you are. You know,
0: people go. Money changes people money doesn't change you money gives it's you a voice accentuates it accentuates whatever quality that you have in within yourself good man. it makes a good person <laughs> it, it makes person. a good person a great person it makes a bad person Bravo. or, 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 or a, uh, some, uh, someone who's someone who's stingy uh, it makes them more stingy yeah, 100% bad because because if you can't give when you've got $10 you yeah. can't give when you've got $100 you ain't gonna give when you've got a million dollars do you know, better know better what I'm man. saying and that's, and that's where people get it wrong right, it's like if you're gonna give give uh, now yeah, don't <laughs> the, 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 you don't wait till you hit a figure to give it's not gonna happen man yeah and you gotta be a good
1: human but you be a good human, I'm telling you, man, like, yes, you do get fucked over a few times here and there, but man, your life will continue to move forward, man, I'm telling you, when you look yeah. back in, you know, you meet, look back 10 years, the people that were good, the people that were around you, the people that loved you, the people that you had the best fun with, mm. they're doing okay, the people that did the wrong thing, they're still going around the same circles, bro, they're just going around in circles, and are not, they haven't moved forward, man, 100%, so dude, you know, above everything, be a good person, Perfect? Fuck no. Man, I'm far from perfect. I still fucking make a lot of mistakes every day, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, so it's not about being a goody goody, a perfect. It's bullshit, right? We but, have to make mistakes to learn. <laughs> yeah, something. you do, bro. You do, and you're not going to be perfect. You're gonna, everyone's going to have their own faults. So there's nothing wrong with it, as long as you're not hurting anybody. You know, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, we're usually our own worst enemy in life. <laughs> That's number one. We're usually hurting ourselves
0: more than anybody else. But you going to continue to be a good person, man. Very important. And it all it all comes down to understanding who the fuck you actually are, <laughs> and 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 removing that attitude. I, I remember for years, e- even when I first came to Australia, I still had a chip on my shoulder about stuff that had happened to me years before. Huh. And I'm still angry about it, oh. and that, and all that does essentially is build a wall between you and people. So, like, it, you oh. know, the first few years was really hard yep. because I made it fucking hard yep. Yep. because I built that fucking wall, and yep. I kept putting other bricks on it rather than uh. taking it down. Uh. Because that's that's just all about ego, isn't it? It's all about manage, managing that ego. Because you've got to have the ego, right? Yeah, to push you, man. To push you. Yeah. To, you wouldn't have achieved what you what you had in yeah. life if you hadn't yeah. had the ego to go, yeah. "Fuck this! I, I want more for uh, myself." Uh, but then you have, to be, you have to be able to remove the ego that says, "Fuck me! I'm better than everyone else." Wow. You're, you know you're I mean? very well said, but you're
1: hundred percent on the money, man. Hundred percent right. You're hundred percent right. And you know, I had my uh, life partner. That helped me with that, you know. I How old I, were you when you when you met your wife? Uh I walked into a lecture room, I saw her and I knew she was the one man. Uh twenty two years ago. Uh
0: and I ask people this all the time <laughs> when they tell me this this yeah, I say, How did you know she was the
1: one? You like? just know, but I've, I've never I've, I was never a big believer of love, this, that. You know, I but I just walked in on issues the You just know bro, like how hey, you know someone's a good person. You just know these things, man. You so, know, so, got so, so
0: it's more of a more of a feeling with inside you yourself. Yeah, you just feel yeah. it,
1: you just feel it, um you know that's the person, whether it's your life partner, your business partner, whatever, you just feel about it, but you just it's it's crazy, man. It's just yeah. intuition, whatever you want to call them, it's your angels. You feel things and you know, when you feel it, just go with the butt. Give it all give it your hundreds. And how long have you been married now? Twenty years, man. Two kids, the girls are growing up, you know, 10 and uh, 6. Um, life is good, man. Like, I, was never, I wasn't much around when the kids were growing up because I was trying to do my thing with work and everything else. But now I'm trying to spend as much time as possible, man. Like, there's been a massive shift in my life, probably especially in the last 12 to 24 months. Um, and I'm trying. I'm still trying, man. It, it's a long it, way was to was go. Was it like
0: the, the, the COVID thing
1: that made the shift? No, nah, it wasn't that. No, nah, it's just my mind. You know, for me, things don't make me change. I change when I want to change, yeah, and, um, yeah. I just, I just see things. You know, you know. You, I don't want to bring things up. I like to see, for example, even now. You know, you see God bless you, man. Shane Warren passing away at his age. Yeah, you man. know, you see that. So there's been a lot of things that have been put in front of me to remind me in life to be present. Yeah, but like again, you meet people for a reason. Like, how do we connect? You know, how do me and Sam connect? How do me and these other people connect? You don't connect for no reason, but people are put in front of you for a reason, good or bad, but there's a reason for it, okay? Yeah, and yeah. and and again, I'm not religious. I'm, I'm Muslim. I got married in the biggest Catholic church in uh, Melbourne. <laughs> I went to a Catholic school, right? So when it comes to religion, I'm all over the place because I respect everybody's religion, right? Yeah, yeah. But I'm a massive believer that there's a higher power, man. There's God out there, right? And um, a lot of the time what, I believe personally God does is he puts certain things in front of you to teach you certain things and remind you. Now, it's up to you. It's up to you to either pick that up and say, well, I see this. I'm not going to make this mistake. Yes. Or you just brush it off and then you learn the hard way. And it's like, well, I put it in front of you to show you what will happen if this and this and this
0: happen. Why did you not see it? The same lesson will happen over and over again until you learn the lesson. 100%. So, like, it's like with me, it was presenting myself in my younger days. Well, not even younger days. Even in yeah. the last like twelve previous yeah. twelve months before yeah. before, it's like women. Yep, yeah. I was attracting. These beautiful women that are emotionally unavailable to me. And I was like, what, why is that? And when I did the breath work to look within, it was like, Oh, you know, cause you didn't feel love from your mum So maybe you need to yeah. fix that. Cause if you fix that Uh-oh. and you fix that relationship and you fix all that stuff up, then, and you look inward to do that, yeah. then you can start to, and now the women that I attract in my life are different inherently because I've fixed that. So now there's gonna be more lessons and then I've got to look into those. It's like that's the whole point in life, yeah, right? You're a good man, hundred percent
1: again, it yeah, goes bro. back to your childhood, man. You know, why didn't you feel the love from your mom? It yeah, goes yeah, back yeah, because yeah, maybe yeah. your mom was busy working doing this and that, so yeah, she yeah, didn't yeah. give that love. Yeah, yeah, Do you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But it's hundred percent true, man. And as like you know, as men, our role models are mum and dad. Yeah. Right? So as female, who's the first female you see in your life? Your mother. Yeah. As a, as a girl, who's the first male figure? Your father. Yeah. Right? So you will get accustomed to how your father is and you expect and accept men like your father
0: growing up. And vice versa. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah? When you think about it. This and this is why that everyone that listens to this podcast and is tuned into it right this second it's hitting their ears. If you're attracting people into your life that you don't like or that you're asking yourself why am I attracting them, look at your mum and look at your dad and then fix your relationship of what you had with them and when you fix your relationship what you had with them, the, the exterior, that's, the, everything that's presenting themselves in the life that you're in right now and this time that you're in right now will fucking fundamentally change and it'll move your life forward. But
1: 100% It took
0: me 40 years To learn
1: that man And a lot of help And and talking to a lot of people You know uh, I'm very open man To listening to people And learning from people And reaching out To all sorts of people You know From all different worlds Man and uh, yeah, but you're hundred percent on the money, and that's what it's all about, man. And I hope people will take that on board. You know, yeah, that, we that, try and
0: brush this shit off and say, "Oh, it's weak. Oh, it's, you're an idiot for thinking like that." It's not like this. What I've learned is the 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 sooner you do the inside work as a man or a woman, the sooner you can start to enjoy life and all the fruits of life. Yeah. You can't actually. You don't true. You're forcing life until the point you look inward within yourself. Oh. Once you look inward, then it, then you start to you start to realize different parts of flow state in your life yep. you 're always trying to increase the different flow states from the different yep. areas, be it love, be it abundance, be yep. it all money, be it all this you 're always trying to increase the flows. Yep. But at least you're removing the blockages that are stopping these different things. You might have a lot of money, but you might have a shit family life. You might have a great family life, but you might be fucking poor. Like, it doesn't have to be like that. You can have flow in all areas, but you just have to address the key wounds from your childhood that have instilled these beliefs. And question every belief that you have as well. Like, how many, how many people... I was, I was going through life with yeah. beliefs on certain cultures and beliefs on certain yeah. people and this, yeah. that and the other. Yeah. It's like, this is the thing. Everyone's being taught in the media at the moment that yeah. Russians are bad people. They've been taught for years, yeah. watching the news, yeah. that if you watch the, or watch the news or, or yeah. watch films, that Russians yeah. are gangsters, right? <laughs> that Iranians are gangsters. It's right? so right? true, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> your, your cultures are the yeah. gangsters in yeah. the takens, in the yeah. films, yeah. right? In yeah. All, yeah. all these films. Yeah. So so people, before they even meet the culture, yeah. have a preconceived it's idea and the they job. don't know where they've got it from. Yeah. It's true. And it's not formed on any basis. Yeah. No. Do you know what I'm saying? But yeah. ne- they've never asked. They've never. Disproved. How did this come from, man? And who put that in your head? You know. Yeah.
1: That's why. What you said again, man? Question things. Don't say because they say this is how you got to do things. People tell you, you go to school. From school, you go to university. From university, you get a nine to five job. What's the first thing you do? You got to get married. You got to have kids. You got to have a mortgage. Have a mortgage yeah. yeah. So this shit's already set up for you. So 99.9% of people, or I should say that high, but most people just follow the system because that's a system that's implemented by everybody, including your own parents. Yeah, Yeah? My parents wanted me to be a doctor or engineer. In their eyes, I was a failure for a long time because I didn't become a doctor or engineer because in the Persian culture, if you're not a doctor or engineer, you're a loser, you're a failure. So imagine how much... Pressure you have on you as a kid, when the whole Iranian community goes and buys a newspaper because back then it wasn't on the internet, it was in the Edge newspaper, and they buy it and they're looking for your score to call and congratulate your parents, and if you haven't become a doctor or engineer, they do not call your parents and congratulate them because they say, ah, oh, look, so and so's son's a failure yeah so imagine look how the culture and shit works man yeah. and imagine how much pressure that puts on you as a kid not at that moment you probably crumble and fall and don't become a doctor engineer because you got so much pressure on you on number one and then imagine having to live with that for a number of years thinking that you're still a failure because you didn't become a doctor engineer yeah. so all, all this stuff man it's it's just crazy stuff right and it's how you're perceived uh, to be, have to live life, you know. Why do you have to get married? Why do you have to kids? Why do you have to have a house mortgage? You know, why? Why? All these questions. Who said these rules? How, does it does it suit you? If it suits you, are you happy with yeah. it? 100%. But, man, it doesn't suit you. You do you. And fuck yeah. what society tells you. Society doesn't pay your bills, mate. You work. You pay your bills, you know. their opinion. You know, and that's the thing. Opinion, right? And judgment. The moment you walk into a room, based on how you, your colour, your race... You're, the way you speak, the way you look. You judge. You are judge. No matter what, I don't give a fuck what anyone says. Right? They look you up and there They judge you, and you see the tone changes, the conversation, everything. Like it's all different, right? So, no matter, and it doesn't matter how much money you have, you don't have, or how successful or educated you are. It's got nothing to do with it. No matter what, you're gonna get judged on some degree, but they don't pay your bills, man. So the judgment doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. Right. They, <laughs> yeah, they don't fucking pay your bills. Yeah. Who are they to judge you? And you know that's one thing that I hate the most when people judge others, man. You know, um, it's not cool. Um, Should never judge people. And you should never allow people's judgment decide where your destiny is going to go and
0: be. Yeah, man. I, I've I've had plenty of judgment on others over my life, but, right, I, but I've, I've had to, but I've had to pull myself. Yeah, I, I, I catch myself doing it now. But but
1: we have to learn because no one taught us because we were taught yeah. we were taught the
0: same way. So we've just learned and we still sometimes do it probably like you said you uh, catch yourself I yeah. catch myself and, <laughs> then I, 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 and then I ask myself in my head yeah. I ask myself the, the question I ask myself all the time is where did where does that come from and does that come from an ina- inadequacy within yourself yeah and if it comes from an inadequacy within yourself then yeah. i'll fix that inadequacy yeah. rather than keep projecting that onto someone else because yeah. that all that's all judgment is yeah. judgment is a projection of an internal feeling that you have yeah. within yourself on how you view yourself yeah. so man. if if you if you view someone else as being not worthy yeah. then essentially you you don't you're, feel worthy, you, you don't feel worthy yeah, right 100%. or wouldn't it be fucking better then if you don't feel worthy to address the unworthiness yeah. within your own fucking life than to keep projecting it onto other people as their problem 100% you know what I'm saying? 100% bad. And that's And that's And that's And that's the society We're living in What I'm saying What I'm trying to get people To understand when they listen To this podcast yeah. and, and I knew this was going To be a banger yeah. I just want people To understand that Every Every thought that you have Positive or negative Is actually Is actually great for you Because it actually Shows you the path Of what you need to fix And then if you just ta- If you just take the cues That you're given in life And you fix And you fix yourself up On the cues That you're actually given wow. Then you can You can You, you like you say, you move forward to further towards this flow state. You start to, things start to come to you, yeah. and that's why when you, you look at someone like yourself who's yeah. go who's going through life with uh, what I term is like ease, yeah. joy, and glory. Yeah. So like now, because you're addressing these things, yeah. you're you know the monetary, the wife, the kids, everything's coming ease, joy, and glory. The nice cars, yeah. everything's coming. Uh, like you, but you're giving yeah. and you're receiving. You're giving, uh, you're receiving it's ease, that, joy, and glory. Yeah. That, that that's just a great fucking thing, and yeah, w- yeah. we should all strive for that yeah. by fixing content, inside, man. And you're 100%, you're spot on, man. You're spot on. Everything you say
1: is spot on, man. And you know what's funny? We still, even like, I still sometimes judge people and I go, oh, what are you doing? Yeah, like, so, so, so don't be so hard on yourself. You're still going to do it because you're programmed like
0: that, well, that for 20, 30, 40, 50 years. Well, that, that, that's, that, that's what I try and tell people. I'm like, yeah. don't judge yourself yeah. for judging other people. Yeah. Just look at... O- Assess it and be like, ah, oh, I don't. What? Just why am I doing that? Like, don't. But people, but people beat themselves up yeah. for the judgment, yeah. and then they judge themselves. Yeah. There's so there's so wow. many people out there that I see on a day to day basis wow. that just that just constantly fuck themselves because they're just wow. judging themselves all the time. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's not good enough yeah. say. Yeah. I catch myself all the time, yeah. but I go and have a fucking word with myself about <laughs> it, and I'm like, okay, like, snap yourself together. Yeah. Like the other day, right? Yeah. I got to number five in Education yeah. in the whole of Australia, podcasting, yeah. right? Wow, that's cool, man. Yeah, right. I love that. I did, that's right? Awesome, good but on you. The, right. But what did I do? I said to myself, Why am my I number five? Why am I number <laughs> five <laughs> i <I'm> not number one? <laughs> right? Yeah? right? Yeah, right. And I was, <laughs> and I was, I was angry. I was angry yeah. Yeah. at myself. I'm like, I've let my family down. <laughs> I've let myself down. Yeah, man. And I, and and then I went to down the beach and I sat on the beach and I yeah. do breath work, right? Because yeah. it brings me back in cool. alignment.
1: Yeah.
0: And I'm like, bro, man, just be grateful for everything yeah. you've got, like. You you could be one hundred and five. Yeah. You could you yeah. could you could be number three thousand and sixty seven. Like
1: yeah. 100%. fuck, you could be it, nothing. You couldn't even be up there. You're up you up there? That counts, that's not, all that counts man. Not, yeah, everything counts. Yeah. And, and yeah.
0: we've all got to just be kind to ourselves. Yeah. Be be, kinder to be other kind people. to ourselves. But, so true. But if you're, but here's the thing as well. Like with kindness, yeah. kindness comes out to other people when you start being kinder to yourself internally. So it's, 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 it's such a great. Thing. You come
1: first, but you know on a plane, put your mask on before you put the mask on the person next to you. Help yourself before you can help others, man. Yeah, and I see that a lot of times. People trying to help others, but it's like, dude, you're suffering inside. You can't even help yourself, and it's a great thing that they're doing because they're trying, and I love that. And yeah. it shows their character and how beautiful they are, right? But there's a process. But come on, there's a hundred percent, man. There's a process, but get yourself right, get your head in the right headspace, get your everything else right in life. Now you're in a position and power to give, and fucking give, man, give and give to the right people. And one of the other things that we do a lot of it is that we take people that love us for granted.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. We
1: take people that are there for granted. We don't make time for the people that are always there with us, that love us, the people that made us to become. Because you don't become who you are on your own. No way. There's a lot of people that have had a part to play, yeah? And there are the people behind the scenes that not a, no one hears about because they just love to give. They don't like recognition, right? There's a lot of those people that have done one thing, two things, three, four, five little things or big things, but they've done things and those things have added up to help you to be where you are today, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they they're, they play an important role, right? But as I said, you got to make sure that you look after you first and once you're in that place, don't neglect the people that were there. Don't chase others. We tend to chase others. We forget yeah, the ones that are yeah, there for us, you know? We're, it's like you always want what you can't have, they say, right? So you're going out there and doing things with people that really – what are they learn from you, man? Yeah, they might be fun. You have a bit of fun, laughter, this, that. But the core... Party friends, they call. Yeah, the party friends. Yeah, and I've been through that, man. I've been through all that shit. And, you know, and, um, and you sit there. Like, you could be in a room and, you know, you're not even acknowledging the person that's, that's done so much for you and you're too busy talking to a hundred other people. They can fucking wait, man. Yeah, yeah. That person there comes first. They should
0: have the first bite of the food. Yeah, you know, they should yeah. have the first drink. Yeah. It's a
1: sign of fucking respect,
0: man. I I, I remember <laughs> I remember like the first five to ten people that reached out to me all the time that yeah. listened to the podcast week in yeah. week out when when we were starting and all that stuff. I remember all those people and who they yeah. are, and I remember their faces and, their, yeah, you know, what I mean, their names, and it's like that 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 means a lot to you when you as you start to yeah. go through because it's like that's your core group, of, yeah, man. core group of people the people that were there
1: for you But so yeah, important yeah. man we neglect them a lot we've got to learn not yeah. to neglect the people that were always there for us man
0: it's, 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 it's so true isn't it that we kind of everything in life is just a gentle reminder to get yourself back to actually where you started yeah but in a lot of
1: cases yeah like you said man meditation reflection I don't meditate man I try meditation I can't do it but you know this morning I got up I get up you know, every morning at 4.30 or 5.30, depending if I'm training at 5 or 6. Yeah. So, this morning I got up and I trained my brain, man. So, I got up at 5 o'clock this morning and I just sat in bed and just reflected for an hour or so, man. And it fucking felt good. That's reflected on where my life's going, what I got on for today, and I haven't done that for a long time. That I'm is meditation, busy. though. It is meditation. Yeah. That is yeah. like you say you can't meditate. Yeah. Reflection
0: is meditation. Yeah. Your hands. So it's just yeah. It's just, <laughs> it's just, no, yeah. Because meditation, it, it, you it, think you got to close your because, eyes, you got to sit because, and do because that. You you, you, yeah. you yeah. think, you yeah. think you med- meditating can be a walk down the street just yeah. pondering your own thoughts. Yeah. thoughts. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you so don't. True. Med- meditation is a is a word that people have associated with sitting with yeah. your legs yeah. crossed, yeah. with your hands in front of you, and you like you know what i mean yeah. and, and yeah. like dalai lama yeah. it's, not, it's not it's not like that meditation yeah. can be a walk meditation can be yeah. running meditation yeah. uh, for for me years ago used to be used to be in the boxing gym Yeah, cool i love that like, yeah. do you know what i mean just yeah. hitting the bag yeah. and going through the motions and, yeah. and yeah. just even seeing things before yeah. they happened in terms yeah. of like if I was sparring or something yeah. that was meditation to me yeah. i didn't yeah. realize it at the time yeah. but but yeah you don't have to physically be sat there no. and no. But, but if you do take a few moments yeah, in your day, yeah. if you do take a few moments in your day and just concentrate on your breaths yeah. in and out, it will, it will bring a fundamental change within, within your, within your, your feeling within your body. And you can also feel anywhere that you may be, may be feeling tight yeah. and tension. And where that tension yeah. is, you can breathe into it and you can release it. 100%. It's, uh, it's, 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 good. But I'm, yeah. I'm glad that you said that you, you sat yeah. there and reflected because yeah, a lot of top entrepreneurs do that. They yeah. sit there and they, and they set time aside to think. Yeah. You and, have to, and I think that's yeah. so critical to 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 be able to put that time aside to yeah. to think because there's so many people chasing yeah. this this success thing where yeah. where like you hustle hustle yeah. hustle in the early days yeah but it's just like sometimes just sat there sitting there for an hour and thinking yeah. is this the best way to achieve yeah. that that's not man and you know what's so funny
1: I uh, to to add to what you just said again which is fucking perfect I've seen so I've been in this industry for almost 20 years if not longer. And I've seen companies built to $100, $150 million by entrepreneurs, not big companies, two or yeah. three blokes, Yeah. and for it to all crumble. I've seen it happen probably four times. Yeah. Now, those four people, what did they do wrong? I can guarantee you they were big thinkers when they were building it. But as they got busy, they made decisions without thinking. Because yeah. they just, you know what I mean, man? Now, it's like I know everything. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. We're making decisions, yeah? Yeah. Takes one fucking bad decision. To give you an example, two friends of mine that own a company called ISB1, Zach and Chris pulled it up to $100 million, did a deal with Kogan over SIM cards. They thought the average call time on a SIM card would have been probably a couple of minutes or whatever. I can't remember the time. But because of the Kogan's um, uh, customer base, uh, it was longer than that. Right? So they fucked that up. So they right. were buying it at uh, from Telstra base per second or minute. But they were selling it unlimited, I think, from memory. Right, yeah. Okay. And they got the minutes wrong and that destroyed their business amongst other things that they would have done. But to do a you, catalog is, of errors. Yeah, right. So, like, that didn't come from a bad place, but they would have done boh, 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 They didn't sit there, analyze it properly whatever. And it's no one's fault. It's not Kogan's fault. It's no one's fault. They're just a the customer. They, you know, it's no one's fault. Um, they just made an error. They did the sums wrong. Now, would they have done that differently... 20 years ago when they started or 30 years mm-hmm. or whatever they started they would have spent more time more being time, meticulous uh, yeah 100% really. man so I learned from that so when I saw that that was you know that's when I was just starting my business back then I said don't ever fucking do that again again God putting something in front of you to teach you to show you to something show you.
0: everything's to show you something though <laughs> are, you, even, but are you are you, are you in a good place to see it or not that yeah, is the thing even, even like even when I, when I have conversations with people like yourself yeah. every conversation that I, that I find myself in at the time that I find myself uh, in I I'm like fucking. I was meant to hear this today. I was meant. To, I was meant to pick yeah. that up. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was. I was meant to get this value out of you today to be able to, to distill this into thousands yeah. of people's yeah, ears. Do we you know didn't talk
1: about this. We didn't talk about what we we're going to talk about. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We we just talked about. This. We it just we, came up. This with the conversation. It, the conversation could have been all about business. We yeah, I don't want
0: that. You know? it's, it, it's, it, yeah. Because this <laughs> this is where the growth is for people. Oh. It's like. We can we can spend hours talking about business <laughs> and that and the other. Yeah. I do want to touch on one more business yeah, though before yeah, we go. Yeah, yeah. Before, before, before we get yeah, off the podcast, I want yeah. to touch. Because it's it's such an interesting space yeah. to me. Cannabis. Yeah. You're obviously rolled into the cannabis space.
1: Yeah. Um, why? So I'll tell you the main reason why I did it. Uh, my sister uh, has been in pharmaceutical games for probably 30 years. Yeah. Uh, traveled the world, really didn't get to see her much. So the number one reason why I wanted to do something with medicinal cannabis was something that brought me and my sister close together, her coming from a pharmaceutical background, going back to spending time with my family. I wanted to see her at the office. I wanted to spend time with my sister, you know, because I'd never got to do that. Again, being in a place and uh, God, thank God, having the you know the facilities to be able to do it, that was my number one goal. So that's where that came from, right? Yeah, beautiful. Number two. Uh, my business partner of um, you know, 20 years or so, you know, we finished things up probably a couple of years ago between us, um, he suffered anxiety over the last four or five years to a whole different degree that I've never seen before in my life. Uh, when I got the best help with the best doctors and everything, and seeing him being put on all the prescription medication as he was put through, I saw this absolute genius person turn into basically someone that couldn't leave the house anymore. Right? Really? So so it so just so blew so my mind, yeah. man. Right? And um, and I started looking at things, and I realized that a lot of people that suffer anxiety and all that medicinal cannabis can help them a lot. So that really hit me in the spot too, man. You know, and I'm like, fuck. There's other medication that can help people. You know, there's other things that can help people rather. I don't know, man. I don't know what medication you give. Xanax Valley. What the fuck it is, you know? They load you up on all those this shit. O- those opioids are a bad so, idea. Yeah, so I'm not, I'm not a doctor or anything, but you know, but to see this absolute genius of a person not be able to leave his house and have to call me to go and take him to the doctors and stuff, it just, it just blew my mind, break my heart. You know, I absolutely love him. You know, I love the guy. You know, <laughs> he's has been, been my business partner for a long time. So to see that happen again, that was another reason, right? And number three was. Travelling. I love travelling, man. Like, travel to LA and to see how it's accessible. You can go to a shop and buy it through under-controlled system. And, you know, it's, it's a leaf, man. We're not, you know, we're not talking about ice, coke, this, yeah, that. We're talking yeah, about two yeah, different yeah, things. Yeah. It's a growth plant that can help you with the anxiety and a lot of other things. And, you know, why are we so behind in the world, man? Why are we, you know, 10, 20 years behind compared to what's happening out there?
0: Why? You know, I don't understand. I, 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 I do. I, I, d- I do I think that. this is a country of golden opportunities. Though. Oh, it is, man. But we're so far behind, man. You know why do we have to always be behind? But yeah, rather than seeing that as a bad thing, that's a great thing for the entrepreneurs in this country because <laughs> it's like because at the end of the day, right? Yeah. It's perception, isn't it? Yeah you, you can either see being behind as a bad thing. Why are we so behind? Or you can be like, do you know what? Yeah. If I go out to America, if I go out to the UK, and I see what's in the market, and bring what's it, yeah. working, and just bring it back to Australia, right. I do better. How many entrepreneurs do we both know that have just done that? And how That's much fair. more? How much simpler is yeah. it to go and see what works in someone else's market right. at the scale right. and then reverse engineer the outcome yeah. here? Hundred percent. Both with health, man. I want to give that to people yeah. quicker.
1: I don't want to wait ten years to yeah, help yeah. people. You know, in business. Which, you're hundred percent right. But this is health, bro. I want help people yeah. you know we, we're seeing probably 500 patients a month now right and man you know is it money making exercise fuck no right we're not making money I yeah, can guarantee yeah, that yeah. there's no money yeah there's bit, but it's definitely negative Yeah, yeah it's yeah. in the negative right right now it's in the negative in 10 years time based on laws and stuff changes it's, 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 but yeah. it's not about that now it's about it's about really a combination of things my business partner and seeing what he went through being close to my sister and helping people how's the products helped him so far so he's it he just helps his anxiety man like you know having to you know it's just making more karma it gives him less stress levels being able to get out and see things and do things but still he's still suffering because still like you know trying to come off that medication still you know yeah, um, but yet you know it's just you know it's just a matter of just understanding a lot of people going through a lot of pain a lot of cancer patients a lot of people man and there's he's a natural product you know we don't have our own products so we don't sell our own products so what we've done is we've built a system where we connect doctors and patients together yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. it Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're not in cultivating we're not in pushing any products of our own uh, we're not in dispensing it and all that do I want to do that 100% yeah
0: but once, one step at a time yeah man. once once yeah. the um, once the laws change enough for you yeah. to be able to do it at yeah. a profitable state yeah. then I'm sure yeah. you'll get into it
1: yeah but now it's all a passion project for me man it's a passion yeah. project for those reasons and yeah man it's it's, it's been really good it's that's amazing, epic you know.
0: That's epic, and, uh, and do you know what? The one, the one question I always ask people before we drop off the podcast yeah. is like, you know, if you if, if you got to leave the planet tomorrow, yeah, and you can't take anything with you, but you can just leave like a, a like some a paragraph of pearls of wisdom to instill in the next generation coming up. Yeah, what would it be, dude? One of the things that I'm starting to
1: learn because you know, being a guy, you're you usually very immature. You know, you get mature as you get older. You know, to me, life's all about legacy, man. I just want to leave some kind of a legacy behind for my kids and for their kids and for a lot of other people. If I can leave some kind of a legacy behind that can help people in some way or form or shape, I've done my role and that's really, really important to me, man. And and I'm going to focus my life on doing that in the next five or ten years of my life. I really want to build a foundation and a legacy and give back in a way that it really matters and changes someone because... If you walk into a room and there's a thousand people there and you affect one person's life by saying something or doing something, you've done a fucking good job, man. And that's what I want to be in my life. Just be a good human. Be kind. That's
0: why I do this, mate. 100%. I swear to you, bro.
1: It is the most important thing. And yes, I have plenty of faults. Everyone has plenty of faults. It's not about that, it's about your kindness and giving and just being a good human and leaving a good legacy. And,
0: and I promise you, you do that in your life, dude, you're going to have a fucking good life and everything will work out. I love it, mate. I love it. Mm-hmm. And that is Sam Bashiri guys. So thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. People can follow you up. I'll, I'll, I'll tag your Instagram and your, and your websites yeah. under this. So you can follow Sam, follow me at Frankie Lee on Instagram as well at Sam Bashiri on Instagram. Guys, do me a solid favor. Yeah? Listen to that twice. I think there's so many pearls of wisdom in that for you to you to grab hold of and to and to 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 formulate some wisdom from and kinda take your life forward. Certainly spend some time reflecting on what life is trying to tell you right now in terms of like all the all, all the things that are clearly being shown in your path are obviously there for a reason. All the traits that you don't like in people are there to show you something within yourself that you can change and vice versa. So it's like just just as long as you can understand that and kind of implement that in your life, I know it's helped me and I know it's helped Sam too. So Do us a solid favor. Send us a message. Let us know how the podcast went. And mate, again, thank you so much, brother. Thank you so much, man. Thank 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 you. Ciao, ciao. Don't forget to subscribe to the
1: Frankie Lee podcast.